You're about to listen to a message from Every Nation Church Midrand, the place where people come to be changed and discipled to transform society. Hello, welcome again to our broadcast today as we go into the Word of God. I'm excited to bring the Word of God to you. And today is Mother's Day and we honor all mothers in the house. I want you to know that you're very special, special to God and special to us. Each and every one of us is here today because of a mother. And so we honor you. Thank God for your life. We speak more grace to you, more strength. And uh, so um, even to honor you, I title this message, The Womb of Faith for Manifestations. Okay, The Womb of Faith for Manifestations. So we're going to go into the Word of God and I want to just bring about some few principles and um, as we apply them, because I want you to know that faith has a womb, okay? Faith has a womb. And uh, a lot of things you see in the natural are actually uh, are replicas of the spiritual in many, many respects. So just like in the natural, uh, a woman has a womb, in the spirit, each and every one of us has a womb, okay? Each and every one of us has a womb. And the womb is where your miracle is conceived. That is where your, your breakthrough is conceived. That is where your ministry is conceived. That is where your business is conceived. That is where uh, anything you're going to do, it has to come through the womb. In the natural, you can't get into the earth without going through the womb of a woman. Okay, that's the legal entry into the earth. And I want you to know that in the realm of the spirit as well, there is a womb of faith. There's a womb of faith that gets things done, conceives things, incubates things, and then uh, births things. Okay, so we're going to look at a few scriptures. We're going to look at a few scriptures and see how it applies, how it applies and how we can uh, use those principles to bring about manifestations in our lives. Okay, so let's start by going to Hebrews chapter 11. Okay, for Hebrews chapter 11, I'll read verse 1. It says, now faith is the substance of things hoped for the evidence of things not seen. It is the substance of things hoped for, the evidence of things not seen. And then verse 3 says, By faith we understand that the walls were framed by the word of God, so that the things which are seen were not made of things which are visible. Now we've elaborated on this very, very much in the past previous sessions. So, But I, I, I want to say this, that Everything we see and everything we are going to see uh, is going to be a product of the unseen. It's, it's, it's the, 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 the natural world that we see today is a baby of the spiritual world, if I may put it that way. Okay, so what, what we see today was conceived in the unseen realm. It was conceived in the unseen and it was birthed from the unseen. And that's how we see everything that is natural uh, before us today. <laughs> what you see, where you are, what is in front of you. You go out, you look into the sky, you look at the mountains, you look at the ground, you look at the trees, you look at the grass. All of these came from the unseen realm. And we see that also that uh, the Bible makes it very clear that everything was created by his word. He spoke. He spoke and the universe came into existence. Okay. Did you realize, do you realize that in the realm of the spirit, in the realm of the spirit, words, words produce manifestation. Words produce manifestation. So in other words, if God were to open your eyes, if God were to open your eyes and allow you, give you the freedom to see into the spirit just the way you see in the natural, one of the things you would realize is that, is, 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 is that the words you're saying are 
creating things in the spirit. The words you're saying are creating things. They're, they're bringing to pass certain realities. Okay? Yeah. They're bringing to pass certain realities. Just like God spoke. God spoke and, and the, the earth came forth. The universe was created from his word. And he has made you and I in his image after his likeness. He has made us in his image after his likeness. So you need to know that the way you speak is important. Words are important. So if God framed the walls by his word, okay, he framed and framed the ages, the walls that we see, and the ages that we see, and even the ones to come, they've all been spoken. He declares things from the beginning. Before the beginning, he begins to declare he begins to declare. And one of the things you'll find out about God is that before he does something, he speaks. The Bible says he will do nothing except he, 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 he speaks to his, he reveals to his servants, the prophets. Why does he use prophets to speak? Because he uses them to declare what he's about to do. His word, he sends his word to accomplish his will. Okay? So, now, in the, let's, let, in, if, if, let, if we look into the aspect of the womb, and we know the womb is a place, it's an environment, okay? A womb is an environment in the body of the woman where God has, God has created the womb with the perfect condition, the perfect condition for conception and for the maturation of the seed that the woman receives, okay? She receives the seed, it's in liquid form, she receives it in her womb, and the environment is so perfect that this seed begins to grow. This seed begins to mature, it begins to develop, it begins to develop, and then in the same environment, that's where the seed is being nurtured, is being fed and continues to develop and develop and develop. And there is a set time that God has ordained for, the, for, 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 for that seed to, to be in the womb. And that set time we know is nine months for human beings. Okay, it's nine months for human beings and that seed remains in that womb until that time. And when that time comes for uh, the, that baby to now be born, Starts as, a, um, starts as a seed, as liquid, then comes out as a living being, as a, as a, uh, as a baby, you know, that now begins another process from that infancy, grows now to become an adult. That's the wonders of God. If, I mean, just thinking about the whole process makes, inspires me to worship God. All right, so that, that is also, there is a similar process in the spirit. There's a similar process in the spirit. And uh, when God speaks, when God speaks, remember, his word is a seed as well. His word is a seed, the, 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 both agriculturally and biologically, you know, in, it's, it's, um, it's, it's the word of God, the Bible uses different, different ways to, to explain and to give us different pictures of the Word of God. And one of those pictures is the seed. Uh, the seed. And the semen, really, the Bible talks about the incorruptible seed of the Word of God. It, that same word is what, where you get the word semen from. Okay, sperm. Yeah, so... The word of God is like that. So when God speaks to you, it brings faith. But I want you to see that it comes and then it needs a womb. When the word comes to you, it needs a womb in your spirit. It needs, it needs to settle in your spirit and it needs to remain in your spirit. Sometimes when the word comes, you don't even need to start talking about it immediately. Just conceive it first. Incubate it for some time. All right? So that's how, that's how faith works. Faith works. You need to incubate it. 
receive that word. Let's look at, uh, since we're in chapter, in Hebrews 11, let's look at what the scripture says in, in verse, verse uh, 11. It says, by faith, Sarah also, Sarah herself also received strength to conceive seed. Can you see that? To conceive seed. And she bore a child when she was past the age because she judged him faithful who had promised. She judged him faithful who had promised. So by faith, we're told that Sarah received strength. I want you to know the word of God is so powerful. So powerful. Yeah. In, in, in the book of Psalms, the, the psalmist tells us that the word of God is powerful. It's majestic. All right. Majestic. That means that God's word has the capacity. It has the capacity to fulfill itself. It has a capacity to fulfill itself no matter the conditions. Once it comes in and then the, 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 the womb is right, the, the external conditions don't matter. As long as that baby is in the womb, you know, whether it's raining, whether it's, it's winter, whether it's summer or whatever, the womb is, is a safe place for the seed to develop. It's a safe place. It's kept safe in the dark there. And, you know, whether you shout or you scream, the, the baby is safe there. And that's how the word of God should be kept in the womb of your spirit, in the womb of faith. So Sarah received, she received strength to conceive. Remember that this woman had gone past menopause. You know, I mean, where have you heard of a woman having a child at the age of 90? Where have you heard that? Except in the Bible. Well, maybe it happens naturally. I've never heard of it or seen it. Uh, I'm not a doctor, so I can't really tell. But let me tell you this. The Bible makes it very clear that this happened by faith. It wasn't just a biological process. It was faith that, that resurrected the body, gave the body the strength, gave the body the ability to conceive past menopause. <laughs> Past menopause, she was still able to conceive. And not only that, remember that there are many challenges that come with carrying a baby. When a woman conceives and she gets pregnant, there are a lot of, a lot of challenges. You know, the body begins to change. The body, you know, the hormones change. And, uh, you know, certain uh, diff different things. There's a lot of discomfort. A lot of, a lot of... Um, Sometimes even sickness, sometimes morning sickness and all those things. Now, at that age, Sarah, the Bible says, she receives strength to con conceive seed. She receives strength to conceive seed. And I want you to know that even Abraham at that age, at that age, the word of God is what gave him the ability to impregnate Sarah, hallelujah, incredible, over a hundred years, huh? and then a uh, hundred years you're still having, having a child, how, how do you do that, except by faith, so she received strength to conceive, and not only did she conceive, she was able to hold it, you know that there are many women that conceive, but they are not able to carry the baby to full term. They conceive, but the womb is too weak. And, uh, you know, the baby, they lose the baby. You know, they, they experience miscarriages and things like that. So, but Sarah did not have that challenge. Uh, immediately that seed came in. And that womb captured it. The, the womb receives strength. The word of the Lord gives strength. Faith gives strength. Hallelujah. It gives strength to her womb. So I, want to, I suspect that 
She first of all received it in faith and then it was downloaded into the, to the physical womb. Hallelujah. The strength that it needed. Glory to God. She bore a child when she was past the age because she judged him faithful who had promised. Isn't that wonderful? That God made a promise. It's, so it says in verse 12, Therefore from one man and him as good as dead were, were born as many as stars of the sky in multitude innumerable as the sand which is in the seashore. So it's all by faith. By faith they conceived. The, by faith she conceived. She received strength and they were able to carry it right to the very end without, without any miscarriage. There are things that cause us to miscarry our miracles. There are things that, that if we don't, if we're not careful, even when we conceive, we have to take care. And that's why doctors will tell the woman when she's conceived, there are certain activities you should not carry out. There are certain substances you should not consume. Why? Because of what you are carrying. So as a child of God, you want to see manifestations. You need to start paying attention to what is important to what you have conceived. Okay? To what you have conceived. Many times what I've realized is that it's not that we don't conceive. It's just that we don't carry what we conceive full term. That's, that's, just a, that's just what has been happening to a lot of us. A lot of times God has spoken, God has began his work, but then we abort it. We abort it. And so I rebuke every abortive spirit right now in the name of Jesus. Every spirit that causes the miscarriage of miracles, I come against that right now in your life in the name of Jesus. I decree that you will carry Carry that miracle full term to the very end in the name of Jesus. Hallelujah. Yes. So faith has a womb. Faith is able to conceive, is able to receive. Okay. Let's look at Abraham in, um, let's look at uh, Romans, in Romans chapter 4. The Bible says some things here about our father Abraham. All right. Our father Abraham, Abraham, we know that this guy, uh, uh, God made a promise, a very bold, audacious promise to this man. And naturally speaking, the conditions were contrary. Everything was going against the word that God spoke. Just like God has spoken to some of you and it's like, the whole of hell is going against what God is saying. And it appears as though that word will never come to pass. Maybe people have even given up on you. Maybe you have become the mockery of the, of, of the community now. People are just making a mockery of you. Why? Because you said, oh, God told you this. And now it hasn't come to pass. Look at it. It's still, it's been how long now and it hasn't happened. Are you sure you heard God? Oh, don't worry. With Abraham, you are in good company. I'm telling you, you are in good company with Abraham. So Abraham, um, for years, years, he was holding on to the promise of God. He was holding on to the promise of God. The womb of faith can carry things. It doesn't matter for how long. It doesn't matter for how long. If you walk by faith, I'm telling you, you will see the fulfillment of every single word that God has spoken. Every single one of them. Yes. All right. Um, Romans chapter 4. Romans chapter 4. Let me read from verse 13. Okay. It says, For the promise that he would be heir of the world was not to Abraham or to, to his seed through the law, but through the righteousness of faith, okay? Through the righteousness of faith, that's how come the promise, 
the promise was made to Abraham. He says, for if those who are of the law are heirs, faith is made void and the promise made of no effect. Because the law brings about wrath, but where there is no law, there is no transgression. Okay, let's, let's look at verse 16. It says, therefore it is of faith that it might be according to grace, so that the promise might be sure to all the seed, not only those who are of the law, but also those who are of the faith of Abraham, who is the father of us all. Abraham is our father. He's not only the father of national Israel. He's the father of all who believe. Okay? All of us are walk by faith as children of Abraham. Now look at what it says in verse 17. It says, as it is written, I have made you a father of many nations. As it is written, God spoke to him. Remember, faith comes by what? Hearing. Okay, hearing by the word of God. And it says, in the presence of him whom he believed God, who gives life to the dead and calls those things which do not exist as though they did. Many times we struggle to walk by faith because we don't fully comprehend this principle that God calls into existence those things that did not exist as though they did. Okay? Yeah. So, whenever God speaks to you, whenever God makes a promise to you, consider it done. Consider it done. Okay? Consider it done. So, you start working from the place of done. <laughs> you start working from the place of done. When God speaks to you, don't, don't, don't start from the place of, oh God, please do this for me. Because God has, if God says, I have done it, you just start from the place of done and you start waiting for manifestation. You're waiting for manifestation. You're not saying God do it because he's done it already, but it hasn't manifested. And remember what we said before that um, Things are first of all done in the spirit, in the unseen realm, before they come into the natural. So with that understanding, you know that when God says, I have done this, he has done it for real. It's just in a different dimension. It's in a different dimension. It's in the unseen realm. So your wait is not for it to be done, but your wait is for manifestation. The waiting period is you are waiting for the manifestation of what was already done. So that was the case for Abraham. Okay. So, so, so verse 18 says, who contrary to hope in hope believed. In other words, contrary to hope, naturally speaking, there was no premise upon which that promise will be fulfilled. All right. The doctor's report was still the same. The doctor's report was still the same, but let me tell you something. Faith does not depend on the doctor's report. Faith depends on the word of God. So the doctor's report was saying something else, but Abraham was still standing on what God said. Who, uh, who uh, contrary to hope, in hope believed, so that he be became the father of many nations according to what was spoken. So shall your descendants be. So according to, he believed and what he experienced was according to what was spoken. Now, you, you're waiting for manifestation, you're believing God for manifestation. I'm telling you, you need to learn. You need to study Abraham. You need to study Abraham. Why? Because it will help you. Every one of us is going to go through some of the things that he went through, in some way, the, the lessons he went through, the tests he went through, we will go through those things. Maybe, obviously in a different way, but we will. Our faith will be tested. So, he believed. He believed. And the Bible says in verse 19, And not being weak in faith, he did not consider his own body already dead. 
since he was about a hundred years old and the deadness of Sarah's womb. Now, you can't have a more contrary situation. God says, I have made you a father of many nations. All right. So at the time, God is saying that Abraham has already, the Bible is talking about um, the, his, his body already dead. This has gone beyond erectile dysfunction. Okay. It's gone beyond that. His body is dead. And also the deadness of Sarah's womb. Sarah's womb, naturally speaking, is not conducive. It's not conducive for conception. It's not conducive. Even if she conceived, it's not healthy. It's not in a, a healthy space to, to, to produce a healthy baby. He did not consider all of that. He based it, he based his conviction on what God said. God has spoken. Has he said it? Will he not make it good? God is not a man that he should lie. Neither is he the son of man that he should repent. He said, the, the words that go out of my mouth shall not return to me void, but shall accomplish that for which I sent it. That's what he said. So when he sends his word, his word is on a mission. And I have news for you. God's word is on a mission in your life. God's word is on a mission. It's on a mission to produce certain manifestations in your life. Okay. So just like as, as, as we, we, uh, we honor the mothers today, I want you to know, I want you to know that you need to learn to provide a womb for the word of God. Provide a womb for the word. To con you need to conceive. You need to incubate that. You need to carry it. Just like your mother carried you in her womb for nine months. You need to carry the word of God in the womb of your faith. In the womb of your faith. And continue to be confident. Continue to be confident that this thing will surely come to pass. Why? It's already in existence. God is not trying to create it. No, God has done it already. He said to Abraham, I have made you a father of many nations. So Abraham knew it's already been made. So guess what? We just wait for the manifestation. It's a matter of time. It's a matter of time. We're just patiently waiting and we'll continue to apply the principles of faith. Continue to speak correctly. Continue to thank God. Continue to appreciate uh, God's great things. Continue to look forward to manifestation. Continue to prepare for the manifestation. Prepare to host that baby. Prepare the room. Haven't you seen a woman who is, who is pregnant is about to so it's, it's, it's about to give to birth. Baby showers happen, you know, with gifts and so on. Prepare, go get a court, buy, uh, buy uh, baby things, you know, <laughs> clothes and so on. All of that is in preparation for the baby. Why? Because she's almost there. She can see it. Her body has changed. In fact, the body has been, you know, the form, the shape. And let me tell you something. The same process a woman goes through when, she's, when she conceives, that is what you go through spiritually when you conceive as well. All right? So when you conceive, you're carrying that seed. There will be discomfort. You know, sometimes you have sleepless night, but you are carrying a seed, remember? Sometimes you are lying down. This position is not okay. You turn, this position is not okay. It's the same. Sometimes, you know, because you are carrying a seed spiritually, you are not comfortable. You, are, you, you, you turn here, you turn there, and all of that, it's all part of it. The womb of faith has, 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 is carrying something. Is carrying something. So there's some discomfort sometimes. Sometimes you're sweating. Sometimes you, you know, you don't even know what you're craving. How you want this, you want that. You take this, you, all oh, this, okay, you try this. All those things, you experience them spiritually sometimes. You know, when you have conceived, when you've conceived. And 
So you need to understand that all those different emotions at certain times, so on, you are carrying a seed. There's a miracle you're carrying. There's a breakthrough you're carrying in the womb of your faith. So endure all of that. If you would endure all of that, I have news for you. I'm telling you, you are going to give birth. You're going to give birth to that miracle. Okay, so Abraham did not consider the deadness of Sarah's womb. He did not waver at the promise of God through unbelief, but was strengthened in faith, giving glory to God. This is what we need to do, I'm telling you. This is what we need to do. We need to learn from Abraham. As, 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 as you're carrying that promise in the womb of your faith, you're carrying that promise, be strengthened in faith. Don't be weak in faith. As you're carrying that, meditate on what will strengthen your faith. Build on what will strengthen your faith. Stop looking at circumstances. Stop listening to people who, don't, who were not there when you conceived. They were not there when you conceived. All right. Conception always takes place. In, you know, it doesn't involve, other people are not involved in your conce conception. No. So, You've conceived that thing. People might not understand. It's okay. It's okay. Don't be mad at them. Okay? Just give them the benefit of the doubt. They were not there when you conceived. When you conceived that vision, they were not there. They were not there. So if they don't understand, it's okay. Let them not understand. When you give birth, they will understand. They can criticize you for having such a, a, an audacious vision. You know, like for us, every household in Midran, you know, 10% of Midran and all of that, it doesn't make sense. But hey, it's in the womb of our faith. It's in the womb of our faith. We're carrying it. We're carrying it and we're not going to let go. We're not going to be weak in faith. Circumstances might not be conducive, but it is not dependent on circumstances because the word of God is powerful enough. So we are fully convinced that what he has promised us, he will also perform. He is able to perform. Hallelujah. We are not going to waver in faith. I don't know about you. Just say this after me. Say, I refuse to waver in faith. Hallelujah. Amen. Just declare it. Say, he who has promised is faithful. And he will bring it to pass. He will bring it to pass. The womb of my faith. The womb of my faith has received strength. I have conceived and I'm not going to abort the seed that I have conceived. This vision is here. I've, I've conceived it. It's for an appointed time. There's a time to give birth. Now it's still in the womb and I cannot deny it when I'm carrying it. I cannot deny it. Yes. So don't be like the person who, would, who, who has conceived and, and, and it's like, no, this thing, you know, the discomfort is too much. I don't want this anymore. I want to get rid of this. No, don't be like that. It doesn't matter the discomfort. As long as I've conceived that seed from God, I'm going to hold it. I'll carry it. I'll carry it. Yes. To full term and I'm going to give birth when the time comes I'm pregnant of the move of God I'm pregnant of a revival move of God and I'm carrying that come on say that say that I'm carrying a move of God and I'm not going to abort it hallelujah no matter what I'm going through, hallelujah like like Abraham who did not waver at the promise of God through unbelief. I refuse to waver at the promise of God through unbelief. Yes, I'm strengthened and I continue to give glory to God. I'm giving glory to God who put the seed in my, in my womb of faith. I'm giving glory to God. And so you need to, you need, you need to have that kind of attitude. You need to have that kind of attitude while waiting for manifestation. Continue to give glory to God. Continue to give glory to God. Oh, I feel awkward. Glory to God. Oh, I feel like throwing up this morning. Glory to God. <laughs> Hallelujah. <laughs> These are all evidences that I have conceived. So 
I'm not going to complain about the baby that I've conceived because of the way I'm feeling in my body. No, I'm not going to complain. So stop complaining. Stop it. It's a bad habit. It's terrible. Stop it. Start giving glory to God. Start feeding your faith. What? Because your faith. Do you know that when a woman is pregnant, she is advised, there are things that she's advised to eat for the benefit of the baby. Okay? So if you have conceived, there is what you should be feeding on for the benefit of what you are carrying. Feed your faith with the right food. Not every food is good for your baby. So there are certain things I don't bother to feed my spirit with. Although, yes, they're the word of God, but this is not the time. I'm, I'm not feeding my faith. I don't, I don't need to feed my, my, my spirit with, with certain scriptures at the moment. I mean, the word of God is good, all of that. But I'm talking about what I meditate on. What I'm meditating on is what is going to feed this baby. What is going to nourish this baby in my womb. What is going to nourish this promise in my womb. Are you following me? Yeah. So that's how you do it. That's how you do it. While waiting for manifestation, you are nourishing the promise. Hallelujah. Come on. Just, just tell yourself, I'm going to nourish this promise. I will nourish this promise. I will feed this promise. Yes, it will go from strength to strength. It will mature within me. It will continue to uh, develop in me. Hallelujah. Ketombo Sudabaha. I thank you, Jesus, for your word is true. You are able to perform your promise in the life of your people. Glory. Yeah. So that is how Abraham was able, that's how Abraham was able to carry a promise and bring it to manifestation. So the promise is one thing, manifestation is another thing, but then what you do in between is where we tend to miss it a lot of times. When the promise comes, we are excited, we're jumping and all of that, we're celebrating, but then when the process begins and we don't know, we start facing certain discomforts, we, have, we, we don't know what to do, then we start doing things out of ignorance that will now uh, abort the process. Then God has to start all over again. Has to start all over again. So I don't know how many, how many promises you have aborted because of lack of understanding and lack of experience in the word of God. So you must stop that and mature right now. That's why, that's why babies are not mothers. That's why God ordained, God ordained for, for that girl child to grow to a certain age before she can become a mother. Why? Babies can't be, can, can be mothers. So, so you need to grow up to a place where you've developed some, your structure, you know, your internal structure is strong. Your body is able to handle it, handle the challenges that come with conception. You should be strong enough to be able to handle that. And in the spirit is the same thing. It's the same thing. But sometimes we behave as though, you know, we, we, are, we are not qualified to carry the promise. All right? So we must stop that and start, start um, uh, giving glory to God and strengthening, strengthening the promise. Hallelujah. Let's look at another example, one example before we leave, and that's the example of uh, uh, Mary. Mary, the, the mother of Jesus. Remember Mary? Yes. That's another mother um, who, who was able to receive and supernaturally conceive and she carried it full term, was able to give birth. And you think Mary did not need faith? She did. She exercised faith, actually. All right. Let's look at... Um, uh, Luke chapter 1, verse 26 says, Now in the sixth month, angel Gabriel was sent by God to a city of Galilee named Nazareth 
to a virgin betrothed to a man whose, whose name was Joseph of the house of David. The virgin's name was Mary. And having come in, the angel said to her, Rejoice, highly favored one, the Lord is with you. Blessed are you among women. So the angel walks in and, and uh, he gives her this salutation, you know, and, and he, uh, he says in verse 29, but when she saw him, she was troubled at his saying and considered what manner of greeting this was. Said, what kind of greeting is this? Nobody has ever greeted me like this. Oh, huh? yeah. Then the angel said to her, do not be afraid, Mary, for you have found favor with God. I want to say to somebody today, you have found favor with God. You have found favor with God because today is your day. All right. And he says, and behold, you will conceive in your womb and bring forth a son and shall call his name Jesus. I want to say to you that you are going to conceive. You will conceive and you will bring forth. Yeah, there's a seed God is depositing into your womb and you are going to bring forth. All right, you're going to bring forth. And you shall call his name Jesus. And then he says he will be great and will be called the son of the highest and the Lord God will, um, and the Lord God will give him the throne of his father David for he will reign over the house of Jacob forever and his kingdom, of his kingdom there will be no end. Then look at what this, verse 34. Then Mary said to the angel, how can this be since I don't know a man? Okay, how can this be? How, how is it possible? Because Mary immediately understood that this thing is happening right, right away, <laughs> you know. This thing is happening. As I'm speaking to you, it is happening. And it's like, how is this possible? Remember, faith comes by hearing, and hearing by the word of God. So the angel is speaking the word to her, and her question here is not a question of doubt, but it's a question for understanding, all right? How shall this be? Explain to me, how is it possible? I've never heard such a thing before. Then the angel now tells her how it's going to happen. The angel said to her, The Holy Spirit will come upon you, and the power of the highest will overshadow you. Therefore also, huh, that Holy One who is to be born will be called the Son of God. How is it going to happen? Remember, the Holy Spirit Remember at the beginning in Genesis chapter 1 in creation, the Holy Spirit was there hovering as well. So now here, you know, that word, in fact, in Genesis chapter 1, um, uh, when it says the Spirit of God was hovering over the waters, the same word that is used there is actually is the, 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 the word is the word that is used of a hen that, that lays on the egg, on her eggs. She broods over the egg. What is happening? Incubation. Incubation is happening. Okay? So the Holy Spirit is going to come upon you. He will settle on you like that. He will overshadow you. He will settle on you and then incubate that seed that is inside you that has come as a result of the word that was spoken. It doesn't need the help of a man for that to happen, just for God to speak. And that's the same way God is going to bring to pass manifestations of his promise in your life. Just allow the Holy Spirit to settle enough. Don't disturb the Holy Spirit. Don't say things that will grieve the Holy Spirit, okay? Don't go around and, 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 and doing things that... that that the Holy Spirit doesn't want. Allow him to settle on you. Let him settle on you. The Holy Spirit, the power of the Most High will overshadow you. It's part of the process that brings about manifestation. 
And then look at Mary's response. Uh, let me skip. He says, after the angel explained to, the angel explained to her about her, her cousin Elizabeth, okay? Then verse 37, the angel says, for with God nothing will be impossible. Then Mary, verse 38, I love her response. She says, behold the maidservant of the Lord. Let it be to me according to your word. And the angel departed. That's faith. So she immediately agreed with the word of God. At first, it didn't make sense. It was like her mind was, you know, sometimes our logic can be a stumbling block to the supernatural. So her logic was trying to kick in to, 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 um, to short circuit that, that, that flow. But immediately, I mean, when she asked, the angel immediately answered, and then she put logic aside and she received the word of God. Let it be to me according to your word. And then the angel departed. Powerful. Hallelujah. I love the way Mary responded. And, and she was able to carry this baby until birth. Do you think she didn't go through challenges? Of course she did. She did. She went through challenges like any other person, any other woman. You know, I mean, do you remember that? There was a time she had, they had to run, run, you know, run to Egypt after the baby was born, you know. And even before the baby was born, they had to travel to go, um, to go to their hometown to go and, and uh, for the census. They, they had to travel. You know, do you, don't you know it was inconvenient to travel on a donkey with pregnancy? Can you imagine that? But I'm telling you, that did not abort God's promise. And I want to speak over your life. No matter what you're going through, if God has spoken, hold on to that. Keep it safely in the womb of your faith. Okay? Keep it there. That's the safest environment. That's the safest environment for this seed for that word to come to pass. Don't allow the enemy to trick you into aborting that promise because that's what he does. He tricks us many times and then poof, we abort it. And then the process has to start all over again. No, not again. Never again are you gonna lose any promise of God because of unbelief. That you are going to be strengthened in faith. You'll be strengthened. You will be like your father Abraham. Against hope. Believed in hope. <laughs> My God. Yes. Everything might be saying something contrary. But deep down in your heart. You just know there is peace inside. There is peace. Your mind is going crazy. Don't mind your mind. Your mind is not part of this engagement. When it's time for your mind, you advise your mind. When it's time, I'll let you know. For now, it's none of your business. <laughs> Just focus on what concerns you. As for now, it's between my spirit and God. Amen. Glory to God. Our time is up. I just want to pray for you. I want to pray that the Lord will strengthen, strengthen you in faith, strengthen the, your, the womb of your faith, where conception takes place. Where conception takes place. Father, I speak right now. I pray for my brother, my sister. This is not about gender. Every one of us has a womb of faith. So, Lord God, I speak, oh Father, that you, would, you will strengthen them. I speak strength to the womb of your faith right now in the name of Jesus. And I break every uh, spirit of miscarriage and abortion, every abortive tendency, I come against that right now in the name of Jesus. I come against that. Yes, whatever will cause you to lose that seed, I come against that. I intercept that. Lord, protect those promises in their spirit. Give them the wisdom as well to know how to carry the promises of God. 
and how to ignore their feelings, how to ignore the environment, how to ignore what they need to ignore and continue in faith. Thank you, Father. I give you praise. I give you glory. In the mighty name of Jesus. Amen. Glory to God. Now, if you're watching and you're not born again, I want to pray with you. I want you to just repeat this after me and I want you to mean it with your heart to surrender your life to Jesus. Okay, that's when things begin to happen. That's where your relationship with God uh, begins to grow. God begins and initiates a relationship with you through this experience. Okay, so you want to receive him into your heart? Just say this after me. Say, dear God, I thank you for sending Jesus to die for me. I believe in my heart and I declare with my mouth that Jesus is Lord. He's my Savior. Jesus, I invite you into my heart. Come into my heart. Make me a new person. Forgive me my sin. Cause me to love what you love and to hate what you hate. Thank you, Jesus. I believe in you. I receive you as my Lord and Savior. Amen. Now let me pray for you. Father, I thank you for this, for my brother, my sister. We'll just pray this prayer. I ask, oh God, that you would stretch forth your hand over them. Let them, oh Father, experience the reality of the new creation. Let them begin to let them be ushered into your kingdom. Let them begin to experience the realities of your kingdom in their lives. Thank you, Father. I give you praise in Jesus' name. Amen. Glory to God. I, call, I, I, I want you to share this message with someone. Go talk to someone. Talk to someone about what you've received. All right? And please contact us. We'd like to hear from you. Uh, if you pray this prayer for the first time, Make, please contact us and we would reach out to you. We would like to walk with you and to help you in your walk with Christ. And also, if you need prayer, feel free to contact us as well. We will be there to pray for you. Okay. God bless you real good. See you same time next week. Same place. Hallelujah. This ministry has come to you live from Every Nation Midrand. For other life-changing messages and more information, log on to www dot every nation midrand dot org